Welcome to the My Mickey Podcast, where we explore the magic and wonder of Disney together. And now, on with the show. Welcome to the My Mickey Podcast with myself, Renee, Nicole, and Bridget. Today, we are talking about all things not so scary again. And it may be hotter than the sun in Florida right now, but Halloween celebrations are in full swing over at Disney's Magic Kingdom Park including Disney's signature event, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Today, our fearless leader of My Mickey Vacation Travel, Jeff, is here to talk with us about all the spectacular events of this year's party. Now, Jeff, you and your beautiful bride, Karen, were at the first Not-So-Scary Party, so fill us in. How was it this year? I was insanely jealous. Before you even start, every post you made, I was like, I need to be there now. I had FOMO so bad. (laughs) It was hot. It was so <laughs> hot. Uh, because nothing screams Halloween like the middle of August in Florida. Um, so, I mean, I get it. They got to start this party early, right? Uh, to get everybody. The demand is high. They got to get people in. It was just hot. Um, and every year it starts a little earlier, I feel like. It does. I feel like it creeps a little bit closer to the beginning of like August, begin, end of June. July. Yeah, it was, it was, um, it was. It was tough. Uh, But I will say they do such a great job of immersing you into the season. They could hold this thing in March and you'd feel like it was Halloween. Um, So the decorations are all out. The music's playing. The cast members are in their costumes. Everybody's wishing each other happy Halloween. We know it's hot. It was it was was literally 95 degrees heat index of 110. Um, And so, yeah, it was warm. Um, But. After a bit, you just, you kind of forgot about that because you just realized, hey, this is, this is Halloween. This, you know, the music was playing the whole thing. Um, so yeah, we had a great time. It was, it was a lot of fun, uh, a lot of new things this year. So um, yeah, let's, let's chat it up. Do you want to start with the new? You want to go be crazy? And before we talk about the party, we'll talk about what's new. Sure. So one of the things that it's new this year because it hasn't been around for several years uh, due to the pandemic, but it's the, our friends have returned. The seven dwarves are back. And so that was really fun. They, this year they are actually indoors over at um, Pete silly sideshow. Is that the name of it? Pete silly sideshow. Yeah. Um, so they're indoors where we normally would meet uh, goofy Pluto, Minnie and Daisy. And um, so you can go into the party at four o'clock with your ticket. And so the lineup for the uh, seven dwarfs started right at four o'clock. Uh, we actually were annual pass holders. So we got our band inside the park. We didn't do it at the front entrance. Like most people do coming into the park party for the first time. So we got our uh, wristband over at stitches, great escape, the old, uh, the old attraction there location. Uh, across from Monsters Laugh Floor. And so we were already halfway there. So it was great. We got back to um, the sideshow and we were literally third in line. And so that was great. But it was at 4.15 that we got in line and they didn't let anybody in until 6.15. That's when the character meet and greet started. So we were outdoors uh, in that baking sun. Although it was nice because the time of day there was some shade, so we weren't in the in the depth of the sun. But everybody in line was like taking turns going inside the um, I don't I can't remember the name of it. Sorry, the uh, gift shop right there under the big tent. Oh, and, big top. 
big top souvenirs. Yes, big top souvenirs because there's some they seating in there. And so, <laughs> and so people would take turns getting in and out of line to go uh, go sit and get some relief. Uh, but it was fun. We we stood in line for a couple hours, made some friends. Chip and Dale were just wandering around making friends in the line, so that was fun. I got some video of them. Uh, so, yep, two hours, uh, six fifteen. They let us in. Um, the characters came from the back and and waved, and everybody roared because it was exciting to see them. Uh, had a photo pass photographer there, so you got to do that. They got to take pictures of them with them, uh, different angles and um, different configurations of your party, and they moved through pretty quickly. So, but the average wait was anywhere between an hour and two hours throughout the entire night. So. Wow. Getting there when we did, we actually got to see the Seven Dwarves and leave and still had 20 minutes before the, the party officially started. So that worked out well for us. Cool. Now, you mentioned that you picked up your um, your wristbands. I saw, and it's the eagle keen eye of myself, <laughs> because I don't have one of these yet, and I may need to come down and get one. There's some new different bling for the wristbands this year. The paper is gone? Yes, the, the paper plasticky things that they kind of snap onto your hand. They're, they're gone. It's now a, a, a cloth material with a, like a little metal clip that kind of slides up into, into um, tightening around your wrist. So it's much Can more. Can I just interrupt you for one second? Yeah. If anybody went to the Taylor Swift concert, it's the exact type bracelet that you got for Taylor Swift. That's what Swift I wondered. Lit up. Yeah. It looks so. That is something I would not know there. about. I know. That's why I figured I thought I'd help you out. So anyone listening who's also went to the T-Swift concert. Jeff will wait in line for two hours for the dwarves, not Taylor. Thank you for that perspective. Uh, But yeah, so it was really nice to have that. Um, Not that the other other ones were uncomfortable, but this was a lot easier to get off at the end of the night. So uh, we did like that a lot. Uh, So yes, that is new. Um, Let's see, what else was new? Oh, the new popcorn bucket. That was a hit. Um, so it's the nightmare before, um, nightmare before Christmas. It's the vehicle that's driven by the mayor and, um, it's got a little flip top on the top where you actually put the container of popcorn in. So it doesn't really hold the popcorn. It just holds the container, uh, the, the, the paper containers. Um, and the cool part about that, uh, popcorn bucket was if you spin the back wheels, the mayor's head spins around 360. So really, and it lights up. And it lights up at oh night too. Gosh. So it was like it had it, all the bells and whistles. It was it was a really really cool popcorn bucket. If you're into popcorn buckets, uh, let's see what else was new this year. Oh my gosh, the oh. Sanderson sisters. Uh, yes, so, I can't wait to see this. Oh my gosh, in the parade. So the San- and and they're very close to the front of the parade. I was expecting them to be kind of towards the back, but very close to the front. So you had the Sanderson sisters, which uh, remind me, I think it's Daisy. Minnie and Clarabelle. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Um, they, they're the three Sanderson sister, Clarabelle, uh, Sanderson sister characters from Hocus Pocus and they're adorable. Uh, they did not do a meet and greet. So the only time you can really see them was in, uh, in the parade. Um, but that was, that was great. Uh, that was a lot of fun to see them. Uh, the parade itself seemed to be a little bit bigger this year and i don't know whether they filled some gaps maybe with more of the dancers and the kind of the 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 talent that's in between each float but it felt more fluid and a little bit bigger and better this year so maybe that's just kind of a a return of 
more cast members and, you know, bringing, bringing folks back in. So that was, that was nice. Um, well, honestly, because of the heat and kind of just not maneuvering around, we didn't spend a lot of time with the new snacks. So I wish I could report on that, but we really didn't have anything there. Um, but yeah, so, um, and oh, oh, this was a big one. Um, so, you know, you know, the candy, right? We all, we all mm-hmm. go for yeah. the candy. So first of all, this new relationship Disney has with M&M Mars is killer. So you go get candy. It's M&M's. It's the peanut filled M&M's. It's the peanut butter M&M's. They have a new mocha M&M. They have the caramel filled M&M's. They've got, of course, they got the Skittles, Three Musketeers bars, Snickers bars, Mars bars. I mean, it is good quality stuff. And, you know, you used to go through the line and the cast member would dip their hand in and get you the candy. So you didn't know whether you were getting three pieces or, you know, a whole handful. And now they have metal scoops. So the <laughs> cast member actually scoops your candy out and puts it in the bag. So first of all, everybody's getting the same amount regardless of where you go. But it seemed to be easier on the cast member and kept the lines flowing a little bit easier, too, because, you know, sometimes, you know, the cast members re- reaching their hand in, they wouldn't get a whole hand, so they had to do it again. And it, it just got messy. This the scoop thing really worked well. So that was, a, I think, a welcome change. It kept the lines moving fast. We didn't see the backup lines like we we'd normally do in some of these locations. So I think that was a big change and really helped. But the, the, the quality of the candy way through the way through the roof this year. Really nice. Good stuff. That's please tell me they're still giving you all of those lovely bags. Yes, we still get the bags. They are look at you with your candy stash in your office. I love it. It's it's oh, still, still the let's boo like this. I'm sorry. Oh, those are nice. Yeah, they're really you know, nice. They're they're, they're synthetic, they're not paper. Um, I'm holding one for you podcasters out there listening who can't see it. Um <laughs> and they still have the nice little handles. Um yeah, and, and there's and the, the thing I like about it this year is that they're not promoting like a movie or something on it because they used to do that. Like, what what's the latest show on Disney Plus or what's the latest movie to hit a theater? There's none of that on here. So one side is is an orange with Mickey a Mickey pumpkin, and the other side is a Mickey vampire. So it's really it's a nice bag, um, and of course you know fill one up, get another one. So for anyone who's listening, if you hadn't heard of or you haven't attended Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, it is hands down one of my favorite events. Um, And it is a special ticketed event, which means lower crowds. I feel like in years past, I've heard people say like, no, it was still crowded. To me, last year, it felt it didn't feel crowded. Our party was sold out. I felt like they had more parties and lowered the attendance, though we'll never know. But what was your, you were there in the first one and that mm-hmm. was one of the first parties to sell out. How did you feel about the crowds? I thought the crowds were great. So it was a sellout. And so we made our way, like I said, we went back to um, the, the the furthest point back on in Fantasyland to do the uh, dwarfs. Came back out. We ended up having dinner before the party started at Liberty Tree Tavern. Came out, parties in full gear. And so we worked our way. We did the whole perimeter of the park. And there wasn't really a point where I just felt like, oh, there's too many people here. Because I think I think pre-pandemic, a couple of those years, it was starting to feel that way. Um, right. Where, you know, there was a balance between the, the Christmas and Halloween party and, say, maybe after hours. And where after hours was starting to feel more like the old parties used to it's we're I'm kind of feeling like we're back to what the way the parties were. And it's, it's, 
definitely the the lower amount of people is is more of a benefit now than maybe it had been. Um, the the hub area, uh, obviously, everybody's going to kind of conglomerate in there because you know the fireworks, and then you got the the, the Sanderson sister show prior to that. So there's a lot going on in the hub. It, it, it can still feel a little hectic there, but I think that's just the nature of that's where everybody wants to be at that moment. But even there, it didn't feel like it was like just reckless. It just felt it felt comfortable. Um, and throughout the park, it was the same way. And ride times were were reasonable throughout throughout the party. So it seemed to be yeah, it seems to be a lot better than than maybe it was right before right before the pandemic hit. Awesome. And we should note that there are, if this is something you're interested in, I know we have, I feel like we've been talking about Halloween for so many months because Nicole and I are like crazy Halloween, (laughs) not so spooky people, which we've all learned through this podcast. Um, But there are still dozens of parties that, that haven't sold out. So Mm -hmm. this is still an opportunity if you, even if you want to do a a quick trip and and hop down there, Um, it's definitely something doable. They do it various nights of the week to work with schedules and things like that. And um, it's, it, it's an amazing opportunity. I've been probably three or four times now and it's, there's something different every single time. So I'm so excited to see like what's new and what's different. And I, obviously I love the the food aspect of it. And um, I've seen some really cool things that they've added this year too, which is exciting yeah i was just going to say the nice part too is when you buy that party ticket you actually get entrance into the park at four o'clock and the other thing too is what happens at six o'clock is six o'clock is the time when the park the normal park hours end so there's this gap between six o'clock and when the party starts at seven officially where they're trying to work people out of the park and cast members actually line up in sections and if you don't have that wristband you can't get through and so there used to be more of an overlap. I think the park closed at the same time that um, the party started and that was very hectic. So now they have that little gap that makes a lot nicer. The other thing too, I'll mention is if if you are going to this party, this is probably one of the few times where I would say that if you're going to watch the fireworks, get closer to the stage because they have that life-size Jack Skellington puppet that comes out onto the stage in front of the castle that is an integral part of the show. So yeah, I mean, your angle might be a little rough for the, for the fireworks itself, but to capture that moment of the show with, with Jack on the stage, I think is really, really cool. It's a neat, it's a neat touch to the show, but if you're standing way back, like down on main street, you're not really going to see it and and not really get the the full uh, concept of what's happening there. Yeah, that castle projection show, I just think they do such a nice job. It's really a great little Halloween story that they're telling with the fireworks behind. So it's um, it's definitely, you know, sometimes I say with Happily Ever After, it's fine to watch further away. I mean, I love those castle projections too, but I feel like it's more for the fireworks. Mm-hmm. This, I really enjoy the show. Oh, and the other thing too, the parade returning the gravekeepers with the shovels. That's the best part. Oh my gosh. With the sparks. And the sparks. <laughs> and then before the parade, I'm, I'm, I'm doing spoiler alerts. So I put this, I mean, this is forever. No, long. it's not a spoiler. It's, it's no. all good. But I think it's been on Instagram. Enough. <laughs> I, yeah. I was going to say, I'm not, I'm not spoiling anything because it's been around for 20 years, but the headless horseman at the beginning of the parade, get your spot early for that parade. 
Headless Horseman actually comes out about maybe 10 minutes before the parade actually starts. So always be ready for the Headless Horseman to come out. Um, oh, another new thing they did this year. I want to add this. This is really cool, too. Over in, um, um, I always want to say Tomorrowland, but it's the other side. It's Adventureland. Um, over in Adventureland, they've brought back the Pirate Band. So the live band where, or that little stage area there across from Pirates mm-hmm. of the Caribbean. They have a Pirate Band playing. They have removed the live actors from inside Pirates of the Caribbean. So in prior years, they you know you could be going through the pirate show, uh, the pirate attraction, and say that bridge that goes over top of where the auction scene is. Uh, there would be a, a live actor up there in, in, uh, talking with the um, the boat folks. He's gone. The live actors are no longer inside the attraction. They're now outside the attraction. So they're out on the street just mingling with the crowd. And they'll just walk up to a family and just engage them in a story or or make the the kids like deputy pirates or something like that. But uh, they're in full character just wandering around. So that was a nice touch. I liked that a lot. I like that much more than uh, them appearing inside uh, inside the attraction. So that was really cool. I like that. Yeah, it's more entertaining. It's kind of, you know, including people like I love that about the Haunted Mansion where they do the show outside while you're waiting in line. I, and that's yeah. the one time you're like, oh, can the line move slower? <laughs> you don't want to like you want to be there and be part of it. But yeah. there's so much to see and do that. It it, it definitely is very it's much, cool I think it's much more immersive uh, mm-hmm. when you're like I say. And, and I, I don't always associate Adventureland with Halloween, but this really kind of brought the two together i think by doing those live actors out on the street i'm so excited we'll be there i and i was surprised with how quickly some of these parties sold out this year that's why i was wondering how the crowds felt because we always hit the party in august um in late august and it'll sell out but closer to the party date and our date had been sold out for weeks now Mm -hmm. so and for folks who've been going to the party over the years, it's the pretty much the same candy distribution locations with the exception of the Splash Mountain area. That, that, that trail back there is gone now because of the construction of the new attraction coming. But pretty much all the uh, character locations are the same. Uh, Jack and Sally are there from Nightmare and, and they're meeting in town, town hall. Um, so that's another one. Get there early if you want to see them kind of thing. Um, the parties, the dance parties are still going on. The, the uh, stitches party is still happening. So a lot, lot going on inside the park, a lot of candy to be had, a lot of fun entertainment, great stage shows, super parade. It goes, the parade goes off twice a night. So that's great. And then of course the fireworks show. So a lot to happen, a lot to see, a lot to be fun and a lot of fun to be had and nothing scary. That's my favorite. Love. Nothing that's is our jam. scary. No, nothing is scary. And with that happy note that won't give you nightmares, we're going to wrap up this episode of the My Mickey podcast. We hope you enjoyed this not so scary episode and with that we have put you in a spectacular mood. And don't forget, if you're considering a Disney destination or beyond, please reach out to our team of dream designers at My Mickey Vacation Travel. Our fabulous team will take care of all of the details so that you can focus on making memories that will last a lifetime. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you again real soon.